Welcome to a bonus episode of the Take the Stare podcast. I am your host, Stare McCain, and I am here with my Granny Vanny, who I am going to interview kind of about her life and who she was before being my Granny. We can slightly okay. Uh, who she was before being my Granny. Full disclosure, we've kind of had this conversation before, and I had recorded it on my old phone and lost it. So. There are definitely some moments that I'm going to try to recreate and just have her tell tell the story again. Uh, but let's just jump right into it. So, Granny, do you want to go ahead and introduce yourself to everybody? My name is Abigail Hamilton Taylor. All right. And then who works? So, Taylor is your married last name. Yes. What was your birth last name? My birth last name was McCain. Which is where Stare McCain comes from. Yes. That can be its own episode. All right, so Abigail McCain, tell us who you were, you know, where did you grow up, um, what were your aspirations as, as a little girl, and then what were your experiences like being a black girl in Louisville, Kentucky? Okay, well, I had a wonderful family, and uh, I really didn't know we were poor, except when I got older. Um, and all the way I found that we were poor because they have the guideline, you know, the poverty level. But when I was growing up, I had a really good childhood. We had piano lessons. My sisters had dance lessons. We went to church every Sunday. And we had a really nice, nice, we had enough food and had nice clothes to wear and everything. So I was really raised up, I guess you would say, a middle class black home, even though my father was a laborer. And my mom stayed home and took care of us. And I learned to play play the piano when I was about three years old. My mother taught me so I can play by notes. I learned to read when I was about three or four years old. Okay, so and the first early. book I picked up was uh, The Night Before Christmas. And my mother heard me reading it. And she thought it was. She said, well, we didn't have television then. So my mom didn't. She was wondering, who's reading that book? But I read it, I said, twice the night before Christmas, <laughs> and all through the house, and not a creature was staring. And I didn't memorize it. I knew the words. So you saw the words. So, because I know a lot of kids are able to mimic, like, just hearing someone else mm-hmm. say it. So, like, you could take the book away or give them another book, and they would, twas the night before Christmas, and then you know, okay, well, they don't really understand the words, but you actually... Understood the words. Understood the words. Because my mom had, she had lots and lots and lots of books. And not only that, she was subscribed to different books like Saturday Evening Post, Life Magazine, Ebony Magazine, and the Jet Magazine. So we always uh, post magazine, and my mom just had lots and lots of books. Mm-hmm. And I didn't have anything else to do, so I just like reading, so I would just start reading. So that's a really interesting thing. Um, and I don't know if you've heard my Nana's podcast or not. I'll have to send it to you. Actually, I'm going to download the app on your phone so that you can use it. Okay. So you can read it. But so my Nana talked about how from a very early age, she um, was introduced to school. So even though she couldn't attend school, her great aunt, I think, worked at the school. And so when the great aunt would babysit my Nana, she would take my Nana to the school. And that's kind of how my Nana learned. Uh, but I want to rewind a little bit. So you talked about your, so my great grandfather and my great grandmother, he was a laborer. And then Iola was, um, uh, like a homemaker. Yes. But she also attended Fisk University. Oh, okay. See, I didn't, 
Uh, even back then? Yeah. Oh, interesting. In Nashville, Tennessee. Okay. <laughs> Which is this little star is the Tennessee flag. Yeah. So, really quick, Granny, how many kids, how many siblings do you have? Tell everyone, like, are you the oldest, middle, youngest? Talk about that a little bit. Well, I'm the eldest, and I have uh, six brothers and sisters. Okay. Two of them who are deceased, mm-hmm. but... Okay. And um, so, growing up every Sunday after church, we would go to my great-grandmother and great-grandfather's house every Sunday, almost every Sunday, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, and then, like, Aunt Catherine, so my granny's brothers and sisters, two of them lived with my great-grandparents, and some of the others would kind of go in and out. Okay, cool. So, grew up in Louisville. You had a loving family uh, oh, yeah. household dynamic. Um, talk about... When you were a kid, like, what was the first thing that you remember saying, I want to be a doctor? You wanted to be a doctor. Okay. Did you understand, like, what a doctor was? Did you know any doctors growing up? Like, talk about what that was like to be a a black girl back in the, I guess, 40s now, 40s and 50s, wanting to be a doctor. Like, Well, I grew up in a neighborhood that was all black. And we had doctors that lived like three blocks over. Mm-hmm. And I knew those doctors, you know, not personally, but, you know, we knew that was Dr. Hubb's house and we knew that was Dr. Bryant's house. So we knew different doctors. And we just grew up in the neighborhood where there were doctors and teachers and professional people, as they would call them nowadays, and just good, hard working blue collar workers. So I don't know. I just wanted to be a doctor. Mm-hmm. And, um, it was just, I don't know what made me want to be one. I just wanted to be one because I didn't know quite a few um, doctors. And my family, our family doctor was Dr. Hubbard. And he would, my mom would always take me to him whenever we had cuts and bruises or mm-hmm. got sick. And at that time, doctors would come to your home. And so uh, I just became very familiar and fascinated with being a doctor. And that's what I really wanted to be. Okay. And so, talking about where Granny grew up, I know the answer to this, but you grew up being neighbors with someone who was famous, probably the most famous person from Louisville, right? Didn't they live on the same street as you, the boxer? Oh, Muhammad Ali. Yeah, yeah. so um, he lived on the same street? He lived on Grand. At one time, my mom, we used to live on Oak Street, and then they moved to Grand Avenue. And Muhammad Ali and my brother Julius McCain, they became friends. They went to the same school. And so, uh, you know, I didn't, wasn't a personal friend of him because I was just a little bit older than he was. But my brother and he were really good friends. And my brother was an artist. And so uh, another funny, like, tie-in is my Nana's husband, so my dad's dad, also knew of Muhammad Ali. I think that they went to Central together, but... He was older than my granddaddy, if I if I remember correctly. All right, so anyway. So you grew up wanting to be a doctor, and you knew a lot of working professionals, which I want yes. to talk about a little bit more because I think based off of kind of what we're taught in school and kind of what we see, I, I, I just would have assumed that every black person back then lived in kind of like a, not not a ghetto, but grew up in a neighborhood where 
there weren't working professionals. But what you're saying is, at least in your experience, you knew doctors and teachers and accountants and things like that. Well, see, it was different then because of segregation. 